0: the arena a multi-platform gaming news podcast is brought to you by well of course you if you want to learn more about how you can support the show go to patreon.com slash underscore podcast
1: hit it that's what i'm talking about wait okay now from the beginning
2: hit it boys
0: Hey everybody! Welcome into the Arena, a multi-platform gaming news podcast. This is episode one hundred five. I'm your host, Expat, along with my co-hosts, Burley of Burlyman Gaming, and Turnbase Carl. So, Carl, you have a new setting there. All right,
1: where yes, are you,
0: and how are you doing?
1: I am here in actually Hamburg, New York, is the actual city that I am in. Okay. Which is only a few minutes away from Buffalo. You know, like maybe. 20 minutes if I want to get like into downtown. Cool, cool. The Canada's like uh, you know right across the Peace Bridge there.
0: There you go, Burley. Yeah. Yep. So now now you and Carl can start hooking up and doing things. Yeah. yeah. And going for a brusky or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> according to my
1: phone, it is uh, 43 degrees outside.
0: Yeah. yeah. Probably about the nice same for you, Christine, Burley. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. It's about the same here. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, here in Japan, we had a typhoon come through today again because it's typhoon oh, season yeah typhoon number 15 rolled through today but it 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 passed by tokyo of course uh, i'm a little farther outside the tokyo area about 40 minutes by bullet train from from tokyo so not too far but uh yeah we just got heavy rain that's that's it so uh yeah it, it passed around four in the afternoon so it's gone so but uh yeah
3: anyway how are you doing Burley? I'm doing good. Good. The last three days, I've got three more work days of working in the office and I'm back to normal. Nice. Cannot wait. (laughs) Nice. Nice. I know you can't wait. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. Because yeah,
0: (laughs) usually, you know, before you start work, we do some of our, you know, uh, videos for the arena productions on YouTube and stuff. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So we can get back to our regular schedule again. Looking forward to that. And, and yeah, Carl, I'm looking forward to having you on some of the episodes again too. when we do, you know, like uh, star Wars and Marvel and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. just got to keep up, man. Just well, yeah, you just, yeah, you're settling into your new place. So yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm sure you'll, you know, you'll get caught up soon enough. So yeah. All right. We got a great show for you, uh, this week. Uh, so, uh, obviously, uh, the, the, the GTA six leak. we're going to talk about that. Uh, Sean Layden, he's moving on. Uh, we're going to talk about his next, uh, Uh, His next job, uh, the Overwatch 2 uh, designer, uh, lead hero designer. He's leaving Blizzard. We're also going to talk about that. A new Iron Man game is also coming in the works. Uh, Our topic of the show, we're going to be talking about, uh, for example, uh, exclusivity and games, uh, for example, that are uh, platform agnostic. Uh, We're going to talk about that. Uh, And uh, a lot more, as well as, of course, uh, our picks of the week for new game releases and all. But before we get into what we've been playing this past week, here's a brief word about where you can find the podcast.
2: Before the crew discuss what they have been playing, this episode of The Arena, a multi-platform gaming news podcast, in audio and video formats... We'll be going to Patreon in early access for one day after being recorded. So if you would like to support the show and become a patron at the Entry Tier 1 level at $1 per month, and get early access to every episode in audio and video formats, exclusive post-show content in video format when recorded, as well as watch or listen ad-free, please visit patreon.com slash arena underscore podcast for further details. Weekly on Sundays, the podcast will be uploaded to all free podcast services where you can find us on any podcast app for ios or android and in video format on our youtube channel the arena productions for the audio version just download your favorite podcast app and search for the arena a multi-platform gaming news podcast subscribe follow us post a review and leave us questions comments and feedback if you like if that feature is available there and spread the word about the podcast we also have a discord called the arena podcast where you can join and chat with the arena podcast community and the podcast audio website is at the arena where you can follow us and leave questions and comments as well for all information regarding the podcast and our entertainment and pop culture related content. Along with our blog and forums, visit the official website of The Arena Productions at www.thearenaproductions.com. Finally, you can also follow us on Twitter at The Arena, A-M-P-G-N-P, as well as on Instagram at The Arena underscore podcast. Now, back to the show.
0: Okay, guys, uh, I'll start. Uh, I started uh, especially for you, Burley uh, because you told me last week that I should play Deathloop using the the DualSense controller. And we're going to be talking about DualSense controllers and other types of controllers probably later on, probably during the post show, we're going to be talking about that. But yeah, I started playing Deathloop and on a PS5, and I have it downloaded on the Series X, and I'm going to play it on the Series X as well, because I want to uh, compare and contrast both of these controllers and see... Whether you say it's probably better to play it with the, of course, the DualSense controller and the haptic triggers and all of that. I mean, yeah, you get the feel, you know, he's climbing up mm-hmm. steps and everything. Colt's climbing up steps and you feel it, you know, the do, 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 you know, it vibrates each time he's stepping up. And, you know, as you're running around and things like that, um, I haven't gotten too far yet. I've only died once so far you know it's at that, that part in the very beginning you know uh, i won't spoil it for all, any of you out there that haven't played it yet but uh it, it I, you know the art style is cool it's you know very 1960s type of art style uh it, yeah it, it seems like a fun game i'm looking forward to playing more of it uh so that's on the ps5 on the on the the xbox series x i downloaded on game pass the uh, Nino kuni uh so uh I'm, I'm starting that as well as uh on the switch i'm still playing splatoon 3 so that is what i have uh, excuse me i have been playing so uh Burley, i'll start with you next uh yeah what have you been playing man?
3: uh i've been continuing on on my own time triangle strategy getting getting close to the last couple chapters i've been really enjoying the game nice um great game, man. I love it. Oh, it it is. That story has got me hooked several times where I have to mm-hmm. stop myself late at night. It's like, uh, I want to keep going, but I know I'll be up till 3 a.m. and I know the next day I'm going that that day I'm gonna be punished for it. So it's like mm-hmm. having to just stop and dock the switch to charge it and all that.
0: Yeah.
3: Um Burley, before you go on, I have one
0: question about Deathloop. And yeah. this is not a spoiler or anything, but I mean, it seems like you die and then you go back to the beach where you started. Yep. Right now, is this game like Returnal, where it's like over and over and over again, you go back to the very beginning, or do you start yeah. where you died?
3: Uh, you, it, you, you'll always go back to the beach. I believe one of the power up things, I can't remember what they call uh-huh. There is one where you can get, like, a uh, life. So if you do die, you have that. Okay. Uh, okay. But the nice thing is, is as you go through on that game and get the... uh, the, I forget what the substance is called. It's like Psycho something. Right. As you get more of that, as mm. you're running, you can save stuff. So you can have better guns, the power-ups. So that way, when right. you start at the beach, you have all this stuff and you can get it. Mm. And that makes, makes doing the loop, breaking the loop. Right possible okay okay so sorry
0: about that go ahead uh Burley. what else have you been playing
3: Ooh. uh god of war we finished the story and i finally beat all those valkyries oh, Fuck cool. that queen <laughs> <laughs> uh, beat her on I, I t- normal
1: normal difficulty
3: uh new game plus normal so it's a different oh. it, yeah she has a little more health and so oh
2: yeah
3: yeah yeah like it it, it, t- it took me it took me a while i couldn't do that one on stream I spent like an hour on it and it was like I was done the next morning I booted it up played for another hour and like got the last like a level on my armor and my one talisman nice to just nice. to give myself one more socket so I could up my strength and defense especially defense nice. oh I love that one ability where you can hit with the one talisman where you can slow down time mm-hmm. that is so handy for those valkyrie fights and yeah. the other game I've been playing is uh, Mario Kart 8. Just okay. fun to play play on stream and have my, a, anytime I think I'm good at my game, the game, my viewers remind me, no, you aren't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I see. Cool. Carl, where have you been playing, man?
1: Well, I did actually set up my Xbox Series X at the hotel.
0: Oh, how did the that go? The hotels
1: I stayed at. It was, and it I go. played some, played some Soul Hackers too, and it was nice. good. Nice, it's nice. Yeah. I, I uh, so okay. I have put in about our sorry, eight hours and a half into that game, according to my uh, Xbox stats. Mm-hmm. And I would have to say it it definitely is a game that, like, yeah, seven is probably the 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 higher end of, of where the reviews should go. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, I mean. Uh, to me, one of the worst things about it that's bothering me so much is that, like, I I got to a point where I wasn't even interested in the story. Hmm. You know, like the I, I'm I'm finding like I'm like all right, the main story I'm I'm re- I'm letting that play out. I'm going through all that, and then you get some secondary stuff. You know, and you can do like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, do the side quest things, or I'm gonna do, uh, you know, you go to the bar, right, and you can have like conversations with your with your. Uh, other characters
0: right.
1: and I find myself like reading it I'm like I'm not interested in this at all I'm like skipping skipping the dialogue and then I got to the point where I'm like I'm I'm starting to like like sort of skim the main story dialogue and I'm like all right this yeah. is clearly a problem like yeah. it's just not grabbing me at all I, I like some of the I like the main characters really like the main girl um Ringo and and even her like sort of twin sort of sister character fig i like them i like their personality their dynamic but i don't know everybody else just seems very kind of bland and not that interesting and the gameplay wise i'm like it is a pretty standard um you know turn-based game there isn't anything that interesting or unique about it uh yeah you're just you're just getting your different devils or demons whatever i mean the devil summoners in this but and, uh, you're, you know, you just get a couple different abilities from them. And, yeah, I did get to the part where you can actually, like, um, join different demons together and create new ones. and ah, the fusions. Save abil- yeah. yeah, fusions, right. And you can save okay. abilities from the previous ones so you can sort of customize, like, what they might have.
0: Hmm.
1: But at the end of the day, like, it comes down to, oh, okay, I have to hit their weakness, right? And if I don't hit their weakness, I'm not doing very much damage at all. And if I don't hit their weakness, I'm not getting, like, the uh, the stack at the end of the round, which does damage to everyone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, and, you know, it, then it requires me to, like, all right, I'm fighting regular enemies and figure out, like, I got to have the weakness for every one of these regular enemies. And, like, do I have enough of my characters that have the right weaknesses to hit them to get do enough damage? Or am I, like, sometimes just wasting turns, is like, having one character hit a weakness and, like, it's... I'm not really, I don't really think it's that great. Like
0: Mm -hmm. when you
1: compare it to something like even, um, uh, Octopath Traveler, which has a similar weakness mechanic, right? Mm -hmm. When you hit their weaknesses, you break their defense. And then once you break their defense, you can do damage with anything. I see. Yeah. Whereas Mm -hmm. in this, this game, it's like, you're just not doing your damage at all, unless you're acting, unless you're having a weakness. Right. And then of course there are enemies who are immune to certain damage right or just stronging certain damage and then it's like all right well <laughs> those attacks are worthless you would never do those right so it's just it's just not not a great game it's it's it's, it's very average and okay. it's, it's disappointing but you know whatever i'm still looking forward to persona five see how that goes
0: cool what about yuden chronicles yeah, that's coming soon.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. 29th, yeah. 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 We also got that news from Konami. Like the, the game that they were teasing, like, like, oh, it's a new another in a in a franchise that's from before or something like that. Like and it was sweet it in one and two. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. sort of like remastered. Yeah, actually what awesome. I meant
0: what I meant to say was Valkyrie Elysium. Yeah, that's coming on 29th. Oh,
1: okay. so, Oh, that's yeah. very soon, right? Yes. Yeah. I downloaded that's the down. demo. I hooked up my PS4. You know mm-hmm. my new place here, and I was like, "Ah, oh, let me turn it on." I haven't turned it on like forever, and of course, it's got to like do all these in, you know, updates for the store. And, and I'm like, "All right, let me do something." <laughs> on here. I downloaded that demo, and I didn't. I haven't gotten to it yet.
0: Yeah, you
1: know, I played a little bit of the Deal Field Chronicles demo, and I, you know, I didn't put enough time into that. I yeah. see. cool. So, yeah.
0: All right, let's get into the weekly news beat. So, uh, yeah, earlier this week, obviously, uh, we had. Uh, situation with uh rockstar uh grand theft auto six footage was leaked and since then we've had lots of other developers come out with their early builds to kind of show what their early builds looked like uh at all but uh yeah i'll go ahead and uh, uh put the uh of course the uh for all of you video viewers the uh the link to axios uh the news story here so I'm going to read a little bit of this, this for you, then we're going to discuss it here. So uh, 90 videos of in-development footage of Rockstar Games' secretive next uh, Grand Theft Auto game were leaked online uh, last Sunday. in One of the most shocking data breaches in gaming history. The footage confirmed report, reported details about Rockstar's next game, but more gravely appeared to be part of a plan by uh, the leaker to extract money from the game maker. So the sprawling uh, GTA series is one of the biggest franchises in gaming history, and its fans have been eager for information about an unusually long gap since its last installment, uh, 2013's GTA V. Yeah, so like back in the PS3 era. So Rockstar said in February that the development of the next GTA was, quote, well underway, end quote, but has offered no details about it. So, I mean, what what's really interesting about this in in a sense is that usually when we get leaked information about a game it's usually very close to the time that the game is going to be released so i think it was what was it i think back in 2020 that uh, the last of us part two there was footage that was leaked like a month or two before release so mm-hmm. we get instances like that but this is a big one in a sense that you know, GTA really hadn't given us any details about this game, and uh, you know, boom, you know. So uh, yeah, it's a blow to Rockstar, but I mean, when you're when you're making games, and most of these games are in digital form, you know, something like this could happen, unfortunately. And we're not going to say who the leaker was, and all. We don't want to give the the satisfaction of that. But we do know now. I think uh, the updated news is that this person has been identified, and I think the FBI is now investigating. If I'm correct,
1: so uh, didn't, they, didn't they say they arrested someone? In
0: it's possible, yeah. But uh,
1: like a 17 like year old kid or something like
0: that. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. Go ahead, Burley.
3: As I said there's been a lot of actually game hacks and leaks and then people uh, recently and all, a bunch of these people trying to extort money on this. Stuff. It's like, you guys are out your freaking mind. You get caught with this shit. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: yeah. Uh, guys Sell it for crypto. Uh, yeah, on the, on the yeah. Dark web. Yeah. So going on, of course, uh,
0: as I mentioned, uh, of course, the, the last of us part two, of course, uh, the, the creative director of that game, Neil Druckmann, He tweeted, quote, to my fellow developers out there affected by the latest leak, know that while it feels overwhelming right now, it'll pass. One day we'll be playing your game, appreciating your craft, and the leaks will be relegated to a footnote on a Wikipedia page. Keep pushing, keep making art, end quote. So, yeah, I I like that quote. And I think uh, I think that's where this story eventually is going to end up when GTA 6 comes out millions and millions of people are going to be playing this game and this is going to be just like a footnote on like wikipedia but for the time being it's it's big in the sense that you know a a lot of this uh, a lot of the gameplay you know was leaked and and people could see you know now we know it's in vice city and and so forth i mean uh i don't know uh yeah, now I mean, right now it's kind of a big blow for Rockstar, but it'll pass. That's just my my thought on this. Um, what do you guys think, Carl? I'll start with you on this.
1: Father, have either of you guys watched any of it? I watched a little bit. Like, I I
0: decided not to. I decided just no. I, I didn't want to watch it. But anyway, go ahead.
1: Yeah. I'm. Mean, I'm not against it. If you watched it, I didn't personally. I didn't yeah. watch it, not because I made a choice, but just because I. I really have almost no interest at all in, in Grand Theft Auto Six, so. I, well, I was like, at this
0: point okay. in time, too, Carl, you're pretty busy. I, I think you got yeah. other things to worry <laughs> right. about right now. So I'm not.
1: I'm not going to be yeah. watching the footage of leaked footage of a game that I'm not really interested in. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I understand it can be hard on on the developers. Um, I actually think it's not as bad as what happened to The Last of Us 2, because that happened very close to release and it was fresh in everyone's mind. And it was like, me, people were trying to spoil major events in the game to people right before the game was coming out. Yeah. Um, you know, this. this is potentially, I'm sure, years away from release. And yeah. by the time this game comes out, You know, most people, people will remember it happened, but no one's going to remember what they they even saw, though. That's like, try to remember, like, what the footage looked
0: like. Because it's not
1: going to be freely available on the internet either. Right. Uh, Kind of like the uh, Skull and Bones thing that that came out, that leaked, which was kind of pretty much what they showed, and I watched that. But uh, I also kind of forgot exactly what was in it, and you can't watch it anymore, so, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, that the thing that I think the biggest problem was that supposedly the source code leaked, which I don't know what came out of that. If that, but they were saying that that maybe didn't happen, or I, I don't know. But. Yeah, uh,
3: I, from what I heard, the source code did not leak. That was just a rumor that the source yeah. code uh, uh, had le- leaked. But I, I could be wrong on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: From
3: from yeah. what I saw, I, it's just like. I only saw just because the the one because uh, we're working in the office and the one guy's like, oh, shit, this got leaked. And we took a quick look and it was like, eh the only thing that I want to know with that would, if anything that leaked is how much this online casino is going to be. Because in <laughs> five, that thing was massive and it's still massive. It's still selling copies, still selling transactions. <laughs> that's that's the thing. The only thing I care, like I'm not a Grand Theft Auto guy. I, I keep trying to get into this series, but just other than playing the game and turning on 50 million cheats just to have a lot of fun and just do crazy wacky shit yeah you know, yeah, yeah that's that, that's about my, my my experience with the
1: series. It's like
0: yeah. ah.
3: getting in a car driving around
0: playing all the radio stations doing all that fun stuff yeah it's good stuff
1: Oh you know the cool thing that mm-hmm. came out of this is other developers releasing early footage of their games
0: yeah yeah. just
1: to show people like this is what it looks like it's not this is not anything out of the ordinary when you see something that doesn't look very right. good in an early build yeah uh, which is like who are the good ones i saw well there's god of war one which previously was already out which was pretty which is cool with the uh the, uh, the beginning fight with um kratos and uh I Alder, think they showed Alder. control, control
0: yeah. also. Control. Control was another yeah. good one.
1: Control. Yeah. 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 And um what was another one? That, oh, uh I saw Playtail. Yeah. Yeah. Or it might have even been the new game. But it was one of them. I was like uh, oh, Innocence, that's is, Innocence is Innocence is the first one. Yeah. First one yeah, yeah. yeah, it was Innocence. Okay. Yeah, it was like an early footage of that. I was like, "Oh yeah, I mean it's you know, actually it's cool to see that stuff. You know, actually yeah. it would be nice if devs more devs would release that stuff. After the fact just to show yeah. people like yeah like this is this is how the process goes you know? right and some do you know there are documentary right. videos like that right right
3: yeah. yeah yeah i i do like i do like neil druckman's like as you said i do like neil Druckmann's statement <laughs> no it's just and and that's what it will be this will all be in a in a year or two this is all gonna most people are not gonna care we're we're gonna get the things that are gonna get people care more caring is when how much this game is going to launch for price wise because we all, I, I think, we all know. And then, how much are they really going to be pushing online GTA Online on that? And can yeah. you transfer stuff from GTA 5 online to GTA 6 online? I think yeah. those are going to be the bigger stories yeah. when this game gets right. closer to launch.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a hundred dollars right. Canadian. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't oh, be surprised. I would well, not. Well, be surprised, yeah, yeah. But.
3: Well, yeah. For for those like the next gen version of games, they're eighty nine. So with tax, it's like one hundred and one.
1: <laughs> it's kind of kinda, it's kind of funny that like you get all this sympathy now for Rockstar, and I and you know it's understandable. There's no reason why you know you don't know. It's mm-hmm. it's it sucks for this to happen to people who are working on it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. but don't let's not forget the last thing they put out, which was the GTA trilogy. Oh yeah, I knew you were um, gonna bring that yeah, up. That yeah. was, <laughs> right? like yeah. you know, let's not let's not do like a, a complete one eighty on them. Like oh no, they're saints yeah. because this happened to them.
3: <laughs> but but yeah. what also leaked with this was early builds of uh, Red Dead One Remaster that now seems to be they they're not talking about that. They're like yeah, that is not and people have yeah. been clamoring for that yeah. because the yeah how well, after red
1: dead was too yeah after the gta trilogy was so poorly received there was that story about how was it was a red dead one and something else i think they were working on, or, oh gta4 like sort of remasters that yeah. they, they're like now we're not gonna do it anymore yeah and, and i'm like but yeah, no, I but i want them. those i i <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: all right. Okay. Let's move on to our next story. So, uh, good old Sean Layden, you remember him, right? He was nah. the head of PlayStation for a while. <laughs> I know Carl. Yeah, Carl yeah, was like, yeah, yeah. No, no. He was cool. He was cool. <laughs> yeah, he was cool. man. He's a good guy. And he speaks fluent Japanese, too. You don't go Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, he is uh, joining Tencent Games as a strategic advisor. So the link to the Gameatsu story is down below for all of you video viewers. And so I'm going to read a little bit of it for you. So former uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment America president and CEO Sean Layden has joined Tencent Games as, as a strategic advisor, he announced. Quote, I am delighted to share that I have recently joined Tencent Games as a strategic advisor, In quote. Layden said in a LinkedIn update. Quote, in this new role, I hope to advise, assist, and support the team at Tencent as they deepen their activities and commitments within the industry to which I've devoted the majority of my career. So Layden continued, quote, We are at an epoch-defining moment in gaming and interactive entertainment. There are many possible roads ahead, but only a few are profound, broadening, inclusive, edifying, inspiring, and or sustainable. I am thrilled to continue this journey of discovery and thank Tencent for the opportunity. And uh, of course, Sean Layden left uh, Sony in uh, 2019, september so so it's been a few years now so uh yeah i'm kind of surprised that he's joining tencent being that it's a chinese-based company um you know uh it's a direct competitor to the japanese market um so in that sense i'm a little bit surprised at this but then you know uh he sees that there are opportunities there uh, for advising and assisting uh, with the development of some of these games that they're working on. So yeah, good on him for, for uh, jumping on this opportunity. Uh, what do you guys think?
1: He sees those dollar bills. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean. I
1: yeah. if he speaks fluent Chinese too. Uh,
0: I don't know. I know he's he speaks fluent Japanese, but I don't know about Chinese. Impossible, but I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys yeah. think, uh, Burley? Uh, I'll start with you on this. What do you think of Mr. Laden joining Tencent? Tencent
3: yeah, yeah. They, like let, let, let's let's be fair. They he did it for the money. They yeah. they they are paying an insane amount. I'm sure, and they know having him in his name is worth something. So they're going to pay quite a bit yeah. to get him. Yeah, and he was good at his job. for yeah, PlayStation. Well, so right. I mean so, he, so,
0: Tencent is a direct competitor to Sony, you know? So yeah. Uh,
3: yeah. I, I like I'm I'm not surprised with Tencent on this. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised with him because if you're gonna get that stupid offer of the check, uh okay, we're gonna pay you a two million dollar salary. I don't know what his salary is. You know what I mean? Like you get that stupid yes. number they're gonna tell you on the phone, you're like yeah. okay, sure. <laughs> uh-huh. And probably he is he is a worth it worth to get because of his work with playstation and with the japanese not only just the japanese market the north american market mm-hmm. so having him to because he's familiar in these markets for having giving you a better advantage for tencent
1: mm-hmm. these markets <laughs> so what he's advising them on is a tencent console <laughs> <laughs>
3: he's
0: gonna, he's gonna
1: destroy playstation they, they already have script.
0: hybrid consoles carl in china out mm-hmm. here like they they've already copied you're, you're out in china every sing- <laughs> no but I, I out here in japan we see a lot of what's going on in china we're very close mm-hmm. to china obviously burly so mm-hmm. i mean yeah they they have a lot of like black market and hybrid yeah, consoles for almost every enough. console that's come out so
1: now tencent's gonna make their own console and they're going to try to crush PlayStation and Sean Layden's going to be <laughs> leading the charge
3: then they're, they're going to copy game pass to destroy Microsoft
1: yeah they'll do that they don't care yeah do whatever do it all you know now, yeah, it's it's like you know wrote Reggie Fizeme working for yeah. game GameStop he was yeah a, he was an advisor there yeah. you know
3: all that was just that hey GameStop wants to give me a check and I don't really have to do too much. I'll take I'm the sure, money. Right? Yeah, th- yeah. that—that's what that was to me, and then I don't blame yeah. him.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, you know, I, I,
1: it's it's an interesting story because of who he is and where he's yeah. going. Right. Uh, who who knows if it will ever amount to anything? You know, and another story later. You know what what came out of this, right?
0: Yeah, I don't know. She'll see, but yeah, I mean. At least we know what his next job opportunity is. So,
3: actually, there's breaking news. They just bought Rare from Microsoft.
1: <laughs> Sean Layden broke the deal. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. he's going to get Everwild out uh, this year.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, Carl, that was his opening statement. He oh, says, okay. "With us taking over, we're getting Everwild no, out." No, no, no.
1: Exclusive to the new 10 cent console. consoles. Okay,
0: yeah. for all of you audio listeners who cannot see Burley's face and Carl's face as they are saying this, they are just—they're just messing with you. Okay, this, this is not. This is not a true story. You can't okay?
3: tell by the tone. I, I yeah. think they could tell by the tone of our voices. <laughs> and how many times yeah. have we done this on the show? Okay. All right. All right. Next
0: up, Overwatch. Overwatch is coming soon, guys. So uh, yeah, so Overwatch's uh, lead hero designer, Overwatch 2, yeah, coming out on October 4th. Overwatch 2's lead uh, hero designer leaves Blizzard uh, before the game is launched. So so let me go ahead and read some of this for you. Uh, Overwatch 2 designer Jeff Goodman has left Activision Blizzard. According to PC Gamer, uh, Goodman was a head uh, lead designer. Our hero designer behind many of Overwatch's most popular characters, but, uh, may, quote, made the decision to leave Blizzard earlier this year, end quote. So, quote, we thank Jeff for his many years of service at Blizzard and wish him all the best, uh, end quote, the company said in a statement to PC Gamer. Quote, his ability to bring to life Overwatch's diverse hero roster through gameplay has been incredible, and the marquees left on the Warcraft and Overwatch teams will be felt for years to come, End quote. So, obviously, there was, of course, these uh, harassment and discrimination lawsuits going on with Blizzard. Whether he had anything to do with that, we we don't know. But, uh, of course, earlier in the year, he made this decision. But, uh, of course, with Overwatch 2 uh, coming out soon, they're going to have to really think about getting somebody new in there because uh, they're going to have to find... Uh, a new hero designer, because they're going to need more heroes as this game, you know, uh, goes uh, out into the wild and is out. Uh, I will go ahead and show you uh, for all of you video viewers uh, the, for example, Overwatch 2 season one here. So all of the the things that are going to be going on for season one. So you could see that and check that out. But uh, I, what do you guys think? Uh, kind of puts uh, Blizzard in kind of a, a sticky situation here with Overwatch 2. Uh, Carl, I'll start with you, man. What do you think of this situation? Yeah,
1: well, I mean, it all depends on, you know, do they have this person up? You know, he, he, he's, he's a lead designer. He's not the only designer. right? So, right. yeah, maybe they have the next person. They said it was earlier this year. So, like maybe this was all sort of like planned for like he said he was going to leave he left at a certain time they had the next person ready you know maybe and there might it might be a smooth transition and who knows i mean i yes, i would say knows. after you know recently looking into some of the characters because i was, was just for fun like you know looking at uh, you know what what activision characters might be in a in a xbox uh party brawler like a smash clone and of yeah. course you gotta have some overwatch characters you know Tracer is the obvious because she's like the poster character. But yeah. who else is there? And then, you know what? There's a lot of really cool character designs in this game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, his, his work was really it was really good. So, uh, you know, he probably, I assume, is taking it off for somewhere else. I, I would imagine we'll hear not too far off, you know, where he's going.
0: Yeah.
1: And maybe he's working for, you know, another major company. Maybe he's working Tencent. for Tencent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's joining Tencent with Sean Layden
1: Sean Layden's bringing him over. Maybe he's he's going to Microsoft because they're buying that company anyway, or or maybe he's escaping Microsoft because he doesn't like them and he's like, I gotta get out of here before they take over. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jim
0: uh, Jim Ryan called him. Maybe yeah. So <laughs> persuaded no, no, him. No. Persuaded him to
3: leave. No, I'm just no, 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 no. That's know. the obvious. He obviously Miyamoto called him. <laughs> Uh-huh. The come over to nintendo yeah.
0: yes yeah.
1: <laughs> i yeah. need someone to find the next mario character
0: <laughs> yeah so Burley, what are your thoughts on this uh, i know you were telling me i think it was last week or something or the week before about some of these characters uh you know the one uh that we see here in the image uh, she was uh, uh introduced at tgs but uh yeah yeah uh
3: there's a multitude of things that could be happening here maybe he just was like I'm finally done I just mm-hmm. I'm done or he could I'm hoping this person was not involved in any of the scandals with blizzards so I'm hoping mm-hmm. but could just be either the Microsoft thing or it's just like I'm done with blizzard mm-hmm. I'm done or I wanna i I just don't want to do this line of work anymore I want to transition to something else who, who knows I would hope they have some designers that are capable of doing stuff but like this game is in a weird spot overwatch 2 because once this goes alive uh they are not like overwatch 1 is dead and overwatch 2 changes like the speed and a lot of things Mm -hmm. so it's gonna be interesting to see how this game does
0: yeah it's interesting looking at this image here the battle pass introducing the battle pass so. And this <laughs> so was the Kiriko, game that Kiriko really. Kiriko song. Kiriko is the character's name we see here in the image. So, yeah, go ahead, Burley.
3: Yeah, d- don't forget, the first Overwatch was one of the f- big games that popularized loot boxes. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We shall see. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, Overwatch comes out on October fourth. So uh, I don't know. Are you guys going to try it?
3: I might
1: i've never played even overwatch one
3: so same I'll, I'll try i'll try the game out like yeah i'll try I'll it try let's it. Yeah. let, let right. let's see I played Overwatch one
0: so yeah but uh, i used to play winston a lot in overwatch one so yeah i mean uh, we'll see yeah I'm, I'm gonna try it i'm looking forward to seeing how it runs so speaking of that of course uh, we got some more news about another marvel game so, of course, D23, we got the, the information about the Captain America uh, Black Panther game that's coming. Well, now it looks like uh, we're getting another Iron Man game. So, yeah, Iron Man coming from EA Motive. So EA Motive obviously is working on the new Dead Space game as well, the remaster. So uh, first of multiple EA Marvel games. So I will put yes the link to the gamespot.com article below and I will go ahead and read a little bit of it for you. So Tony Stark will be making his solo return to video games as EA and Marvel Games have announced a new Iron Man game in development at EA Motive. The game will be a single player action adventure game. So sorry Carl, not turn based. Single player action adventure game starring the Marvel hero but according it's to EA. Third EA's-
1: person. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs>
0: According to EA's official website, it will feature, quote, an original narrative that taps into the rich history of Iron Man, uh, channeling the complexity, charisma, and creative genius of Tony Stark and enabling players to feel what it's like to truly play as Iron Man, end quote. So, how excited are you guys for this game when we don't know exactly when it's coming, but uh, I'm sure it's probably years off, but anyway... How excited are you for this and of this news? Burley, I'll start with you.
3: Uh, I, I'm i vaguely ins- excited. The EA scares me, but you got to remember with that, they did do a, D- a good single player game with, well, Respawn did with the Jedi Fallen Order. So I'm always hoping lightning in a bottle could happen. Iron yeah. Man is not a character I'm huge on. <laughs> so, but yeah because we They're had
0: safe. uh i was gonna say we had the uh, ea motive made 2017's battlefront 2 and then at uh, the the squadrons game from 2020 and yeah. uh of course iron man is uh, obviously playstation vr you know that they did the iron man vr game back in 2020 i think it was as well um so
3: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so go ahead Burley. you were gonna say um shoot <laughs> give me a sec uh yeah, Iron Man's not a character I c- truly care that much about, but uh, interesting to see what they could, what they'll do. And if you're mm-hmm. going, they're saying taking stuff from comics. Come on, Demon in a Bottle side quest or storyline event. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, keep my, I'll keep my eye out. But motive, hearing that these are the same guys that did Battlefront 2 and what a mess that <laughs> game came out out. And that they had to <laughs> h- update and update the hell out of it to get people to go and play that. Yeah, yeah. squadrons. I-, I heard nothing but good things, and I do re- actually remember you sh- streaming the first little yeah. bit of that at Expat. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. yeah, I do. Yeah,
3: yeah that uh, you said uh, before you go on, Carl. I was going to say to yeah.
0: Burley. Yeah, uh, that 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 scares me now that you say that about Battlefront Two when it released. Now I'm I'm worried about the Dead Space game when it comes out. What it's going to be like. Um, Because you know, I love Dead Space, but but uh, I'm hoping that it's a you know an amazing experience. But go ahead, Carl.
1: Yeah, I mean, Dead Space will be a good test for them to see how they handle that. Uh, squadrons looking them up is the is looks like their only game that they developed on their own, right? Because they worked on Battlefront 2, but they didn't they weren't like the the lead that was Dice and
2: right, you know, oh, yeah, that's true, yeah, Dice on that,
1: So you know, squadrons did turn out pretty well, even though it was a it was a smaller game. Uh, you know, there's there's flight in it. It's a it's a flight simulation game, so you know yeah. they have some experience. Iron Man's gonna do a lot of flying, I assume. Yeah, uh, we would hope. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, better, so, yeah. I mean, better, you know, you're man.
3: gonna walk around in the Iron Man armor and just slowly yeah, I, run to enemies. <laughs>
1: it's, it's one of those, like i um, I'm cautiously optimistic because I. I want there to be other really good superhero games like Spider-Man on PS4, right, or or the Arkham series with Batman.
0: Yeah,
1: there's a lot of potential for those characters to be amazing video game characters. There's so much to do specifically with Iron Man. Like Iron Man, I think is perfect for a video game because. Of how he has so many different gadgets that he can have on his, in his suit right there's so many different functions and features and he and all the different suits he's like hundreds of different iron man suits uh, so yeah could jo- you
0: could you imagine like uh, like in the spider-man for playstation i mean you had all the different
1: choices of suits
0: right I mean, i mean the the this iron man game could be similar to that you know where yeah you have so
1: the potential these- is there Right. To have all these interesting things. I mean, like, you know, the Hulkbuster suits, you know, those, those even the bigger ones like that. Yeah. And he's got stealth suits, you know, he's got, he, he had like a, a liquid metal sort of suit in the comics at one point, which was like apparently based off of like symbiote. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, like this, just just goes really wild places. And there's so many interesting things in the comics they've done this character. So there's, there's tons of potential. And he's become very popular and and an interesting character because of the MCU. Um, So if you can capture that sort of aspect of him, but also bring in some of the comic stuff as well. Yeah. I mean, you have a lot of potential there. So I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes and dead space, uh, how they handle that will definitely impact, you know, what I'm going to think about going forward, uh, with the studio.
0: Yeah. All right. It's time to get to our topic of the show. And, uh, Carl, because you weren't with us last week, I kind of wanted your thoughts on the situation with, uh, that Burley and I, we were talking about it, uh, about with, uh, Microsoft and PlayStation at the moment with the Activision Blizzard deal and you know with phil spencer and jim ryan's comments i, I wanted to get your take on it because i'm sure you you know you <laughs> wanted to say a few things on that uh, before we get into the topic of the show which is with, you know exclusivity games and everything uh, uh, yeah. d- uh the comments that jim ryan made of course about the the deal was uh, insufficient uh when it comes to what phil spencer was saying about uh the the call of duty game still being uh you know, uh, multi-platform, and that we are, you know, not going to be, you know, taking Call of Duty away from PlayStation. Um, and then Jim Ryan saying that, that that what he was saying is not, you know, sufficient enough in a sense.
1: Yeah, I think I was wasn't I was I here the the week no, that no, that you stuff were off happened because there was another story later mm-hmm. I thought I talked about that's that in you know the one where he said it was inadequate right yeah yeah i'm pretty sure i talked about that quote
0: because
1: i I do remember you know it's the thing where he didn't say like why it's inadequate like he's coming out and he's saying yeah like you know they only offer three years but i think everything's the whole deal is inadequate on numerous levels and it's like but why like yeah what else is not good about it because you're going to tell me the time frame but you're not going to tell me anything else like all right get out of here
3: yeah well we're not getting the advantage anymore right
1: right. that's what we
3: we... (laughs) That's what you're not in getting, in
1: yeah, your, your exclusive DLC, which they just announced, right? Yeah, for, yeah. For Modern Warfare 2 coming, yeah. so like, I don't know, I don't, I don't, there's, I feel like I did talk about that, and I know there was another story again, there was another thing that came out, I can't remember which one it was, but you know, there is one thing I did briefly, if you guys read in the comments I wrote in the Discord about well, last yeah. week's, uh, yeah assassin's creed stuff i was i was so disappointed yeah. that neither of you guys were like excited or hyped in any way but i'm of not that i'm
0: not excited i mean yeah. and uh, i i think i've i've made my point clear about these games especially ghost of tsushima and uh, i'm not going to get into it uh, in too much detail here on this episode because we're we got to get to the topic of the show but i mean i talked to Burley about this as well in the discord and uh, uh of course all of you out there if you haven't checked out our discord please check it out the arena podcast uh, and come and join and uh, talk about the topics that we talk about on the show, we'd really appreciate it. So, but uh, no, it's just, uh, yeah. I mean, I think the the video game industry has become too saturated with samurai type of games and me being a Japanese historian and the, uh, you know, and the culture and the aspect of the samurai, uh, you know, I think uh, Western, you know, I think Western game developers, they do their best But uh, I think they're still misunderstood. Uh, And I just uh, and making an Assassin's Creed game out of it just makes it more, uh, you know, uh, for me, just uh, unappealing. But that's just yeah, me. I mean, every, so.
1: but everybody wanted this, right? This is the thing that everyone was begging for. <laughs> oh yeah, for everybody, so everybody
0: <laughs> wants it. Everybody wants it, but you know, as Burley was saying, it's going to ultimately be compared to Ghost of Tsushima, right? Burley, go ahead, you take. It oh on. yeah, no,
3: I was gonna say, no matter what, that game could have different is going to have different elements and stuff, but it will always get compared to Ghost, whether that's fair or not, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll have to see. My my th- my reason I'm not excited is just like. After me playing Valhalla, because I got back into the series with Valhalla, because I didn't, I skipped Origins and Odyssey, and I was like, oh, I got the PS5 coming, so I was like, okay, let's get the new Assassin's Creed. You got the PS5 version, let's check this out. And I'm like, after how bloated that story was, a mess, and it's like Mirage is based on a character from Valhalla that I did not like. Right, this was yeah. a character like. It's got another character in there, Basim's ally. I can't remember his name. I, I like him. If the game was focused on him,
1: he, yeah, he, I, it's I, like I would, a young version of this character, right?
3: Yeah. Yes.
0: But, yeah. yeah. Ten. A, I think ten years before the events, or ten or fifteen years before years. the events of Valhalla. So, uh, yeah. and it's it's based in Baghdad. So, I mean, you know, it was originally supposed to be DLC uh But uh, they decided to make it into yeah. a full game. But it was originally well, going to be a
3: thirty dollars DLC charged up for sixty four dollars. Yeah. That that's that that's that stuff. I don't. I'm like, yeah. well, yeah, it's yeah a, no. It's a fifty
1: dollars game. I, I'm a, I don't know what Canadian prices, but like, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a It's a fifty dollars. You know, full price. I <laughs> <laughs> not full price. It's lower than yeah. a full price. So like, yeah. why I'm excited for it because I think that's a good price for a shorter single-player experience right it's not gonna be I, I don't remember what they said that hours maybe like 20 hours or something i don't know they, they said 10, fine 10 to 15. Uh, okay um, which i assume which is gonna end up 20 or more if you're gonna do like all the extras right so like all right 15 hours yeah. let's say like still that's that's a good time you know that's that's a, that's a good chunk of a story it's going back to the old style, you know. We'll have to see when we see gameplay, but like that's what excites me because I really miss that old stealth action. The
0: stealth act, yeah. Uh, Assassin's yeah.
1: Creed games, like Mirage. Yeah. I I'm interested and I like that it's not seventy dollar game, you know, because they're yeah. they're like honest with it. Like it's not yeah. as long of an experience as our, you know, the the Jap- Japan, you know, that's gonna be the next codename RPG, Red, codename, right? codename Red. Red, yeah, you know. And I, I personally, I'm like codename Jade. I'm like, I kind of, I, I would wish that was a console game because, yeah. I think ancient China is something that is less we yeah, yeah. don't see as much, you
0: know. Yeah, yeah well, we did see uh, like uh, in the the 2D uh, side-scrolling games. They came out with one was uh, China, one was India, one was Russia back in the PS4 yeah. era. Yeah. Yeah, they did do one on uh, China. Uh, yeah, I forget the name of the assassin, but uh, there's a. Uh, uh on youtube there was a uh, a video of uh, just before Ezio's death and she goes to meet him they they made like a youtube like a kind of like an anime style oh video oh, oh that
3: that, that. There was a movie it was uh, assassin's yeah. creed embers embers I think yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah that's really what good it was a little movie yeah it was a short short uh yeah short
1: like a half hour movie. or something like that
3: yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: and it was based on that chinese character from the game so
1: so yeah, I mean last last thing I'll say, you know, because we can move on is um you know obviously yeah it will the, the coding red will be compared to Ghost of Tsushima. Obviously, yes, people will do that, right? But it's it's a multi-platform game, right? That's that's PlayStation exclusive only. It's not even on PC yet, right? I yeah. assume someday, right? That that one didn't come to PC yet.
3: Uh that has not come to PC, but yeah. we do have r- rumors of the next PlayStation game i think ghost ghost will be
1: another two to three years before we'll get that on pc yeah so so ghost you know is only on that one platform it's only for that one audience um whereas assassin's creed is is a a huge franchise and wildly popular and you know valhalla for all its faults is incredibly successful so it's it's platform
0: it's platform agnostic carl
1: yeah, and it's on. It's on everything. So like, you're gonna you're gonna have a wider audience on that game compared to Ghost. And the thing is, what's funny is that like, yeah, okay, everyone's like they're gonna compare this to Ghost of Tsushima. Well, everyone compares Ghost of Tsushima to Assassin's Creed, as everyone calls that yeah. game Assassin's Creed in Japan. So, I mean, who cares? Like, the comparisons are gonna be there. It's not really that big of a deal. Um, we know what those games are like now for Assassin's Creed, whether you like that or not. I personally kind of want to go back. That's why I'm interested in Mirage. So maybe we'll see. Maybe they go more stealth back into the RPG stuff because it is, you're going to be like a ninja character. So that, that's, uh, you know, we'll see. Yeah. I'm, I, I think it's, it's worth being excited for. Well, and also you guys said something like there's too many games if they're coming too quickly. I mean, Valhalla was 2020. So by the time the next major mainline RPG one comes, that's probably gonna be four years, right?
3: But it's not be with, next with, year. with with Valhalla, you had you had the standalone game that came out a year or two after that was DLC, but you can play it standalone. Was it not not Wrath of the Druids? Uh, uh,
1: yeah, I don't I, I don't know. Yeah,
0: they had the DLC where she went to where. You know the the main character goes to France as well. So,
3: yeah, there's there, there's yeah, tons of like little little of those, but right. that's what a Mirage originally was supposed to be. It was just yeah. that that little DLC for Valhalla.
0: Yeah,
3: it's like I yeah. I I hope the game is good and I hope it's a good story. It's just like I have already a few things just because of the character and all that. Yeah,
1: that
3: just hold yeah. me want to back and with how Valhalla came out, it, I I just yeah. want to i'm not diving in on this i will let people i will let people be the beta testers for me and then see (laughs) how it comes out and i said i'll probably pick it up on a budget price just don't want to go in on full price on this (laughs) yeah
1: Yeah, i didn't i didn't know that they were this was something that they might have put out as content for valhava but i think what i do like about that idea is that it seems like they they listened to the fans right? who are saying, no, we want that old style back. And they looked at that game and they said, okay, yeah. well, that content said, so this is, this makes sense, right? Cause this is sort of yeah. going back to even Assassin's Creed one. It has that same mm-hmm. feel yeah. and aesthetic to it.
0: Well, Codename red is going to have to be stealth based like the old Assassin's Creed games, because, uh, yeah. you know, if it's based on uh, like a, a sect of, of a ninja group, Say like the Iga, mm-hmm. their 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 whole entire form of combat was based on stealth. Right. Well, yeah. Obviously. But because it, they, it were, the... they were they yeah, were assassins. Yeah, so. yeah.
1: yeah. But they said it's the next RPG. So. Just...
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully they back some more stealth because Origins you could play very stealthy. I don't know about Odyssey and Valhalla. You could still play Origins pretty stealthy. Yeah.
0: Okay. Let's move on, guys. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's uh, talk. Uh, get into the topic of the show here. So, uh, obviously, uh, EA, the the head of EA, was kind of uh, rubbing his hands together because he's thinking that possibly uh, Microsoft might make Call of Duty, you know, uh, an exclusive. Uh, which that's, of course, obviously probably not going to be happening from what Phil Spencer has been saying. But, uh, you know, I'm going to go ahead and read a little bit of what he says here, some of his quotes. So Andrew Wilson said during a Goldman Sachs event uh, that the potential of Call of Duty becoming a console exclusive is great news for Battlefield, quote, in a world where there may be questions over the future of Call of Duty and what platforms that might be on or might not be on being platform agnostic and completely cross-platform with battlefield i think is a tremendous opportunity so basically his mindset is if we stay platform agnostic and we don't you know just make a you know an exclusivity deal with playstation or with xbox you know we have an opportunity to make a lot more money obviously uh so uh i mean so, the topic of the show what opportunities will platform agnostic franchises have in the future? Should they stay platform agnostic or should they jump over to one specific uh, platform? Uh, probably being platform agnostic is a good thing. And probably Call of Duty is going to continue, even though it's going to be a, you know, uh, Activision is going to be owned by Microsoft. It's still going to be on every platform. Unless in the future 5 years down the road or so you know they make another decision and say okay we're going to keep it only on xbox when it comes to call of duty but but i don't know uh what do you guys think of uh his comments uh you know do you think it's plausible for you know uh call of duty to be only on one particular platform and uh the this you know from what he's saying these opportunities about being platform agnostic to take advantage of the situation and to make more money and to be bigger than say call of duty uh and other franchises to take advantage of this type of situation what do you guys think of this so carl i'll start with you man what do you think
3: uh carl's out i'm sorry (laughs) uh
0: as i just look at the screen here carl uh yeah phased out so yeah carl is uh you know, uh, he's in the process of moving uh, with his family and also, uh, you know, he, uh, you know, uh, his Internet connection right now is, uh, you know, you know, you know uh, he's working on that. So uh, just want to let all of you uh, listeners and uh, video viewers know. So, uh, Burley, go ahead. I'll start with you, man. So what do you think of this?
3: Well, he's just taking the local Wi-Fi. Oh, you meant the actual topic of the show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, the topic Sucks. of the show,
3: man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think a lot of lot of other series will stay open uh, platform agnostic. Mm-hmm. It, it it makes too much sense too. There there are some that I I understand will not be agnostic. I under I completely understand that.
1: Uh-huh.
3: Welcome back, Carl. <laughs> yeah, welcome back, Carl. Yeah. Well,
1: no, what I thought would happen did happen at some point. <laughs>
2: That's all right, man.
0: That's all right. We we let the the listeners and viewers know your situation. So anyway. Yeah. So Carl I don't know if you heard all of what I was saying there but uh, yeah what what are your thoughts on uh, the comments made by uh, of course the the head of EA and uh, you know opportunities when it comes to platform agnostic type of games I mean uh, uh, do you do you see uh, that for you know franchises moving forward
1: well uh... I mean, the majority of the major franchises that aren't from first party developers are platform agnostic. Right. Uh, So that's always been there. Um, I suppose there becomes, as as there becomes more studios that get bought by first parties, then yeah, there is more opportunity to be a game that's everywhere where others aren't. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, with Call of Duty, yeah, they think maybe one day that could go exclusive. I, I don't know that it ever will. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe if they want to, I mean, I, like the thing is like, uh, when it comes with Xbox, like they are kind of in a lot of places, so they're not just console, right? They're, they're right. PC, a cloud. Um, and you can play them on a mobile device with, with the cloud as well. So right. it doesn't necessarily make that much of an advantage that you can put your game on, you know, playstation and switch Mm -hmm. where where they wouldn't uh those platforms you know like there's a lot of good sales on those too so it's hard to say that like it matters right uh there's there's a an opportunity right to to be everywhere because Mm -hmm. nintendo (laughs) as you can see is selling like crazy with just their one platform right 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 and they don't put anything on pc yeah
0: they're they're an enigma yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah Yeah. I, I don't know man I, it's yeah stay platform agnostic yeah I mean you you, you know you broaden your opportunities you know uh, but you know I kind of I think I kind of think the timing of his comments though being that Microsoft and PlayStation are in this battle of you know whether or not, you know they're going to keep Call of Duty, you know multi-platform or key, or make it exclusive, and all. I think uh, it's kind of telling that he comes out with these comments now. Is uh, so, you know we we have these opportunities. We're not going to let like PlayStation or Microsoft, you know, tell us what to do. And and uh, you know the games that we like Battlefield, it's going to stay on every console. You know, it's going to be on every platform. So, yeah. Uh, Wait, I thought that is this the same
1: guy who said that like, Halo Infinite uh, hurt Battlefield?
0: <laughs> yeah, Andrew Wilson. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: so now he's like, oh, it's it's you know we have this opportunity yeah. to, to to beat them by being everywhere. I'm like, but you just complain that like Halo, which isn't on everything, <laughs> like, hurt yeah. your game. No, man. You know what you, you're you need to do? You need to take the opportunity to make a better game. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. maybe not worry yeah. about anything else at this point yeah. just make a better game
0: yeah but i mean other franchises that have opportunities of 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 course succeeding and and being successful as uh, you know fran- platform agnostic franchises uh like we just talked about assassin's creed i mean you know that's another example i mean they're on everything pretty much so um that's you know, one example of, uh, you know, a franchise that's, you know, probably most likely going to always be agnostic when it comes to platform, uh, because Ubisoft is pretty much on everything. So,
1: yeah, until they get bought by Sony or someone, and then you know,
0: if they oh, get Tencent. bought, yeah,
3: 10 cents, yeah. keep trying to buy them <laughs> yeah. until they get,
1: yeah, 10 cent, you know, and Sean Layden's uh, exclusive console for 10 cent. <laughs> <laughs> Assassin's Creed only on 10 cent. Oh, on the 10 cent laden. That's oh, what it's God. called. Okay.
0: <laughs> the 10 cent laden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. I don't know, man. No, you
1: know, um, yeah. it's interesting the way the the industry is now. Like you can have success anywhere on any platform on all platforms uh, because there's so many gamers now. And you know, obviously, I we want. Some- oh, so- Carl
0: is popping out again. So- yeah, <laughs> he's uh yeah. Uh, I, Sean Layden must have heard uh, what he was talking about and uh, cut him out. So. <laughs> yeah,
3: Tencent, Tencent
0: has uh, Tencent has the rights to his uh, his uh, internet provider. I guess. he
3: actually so- just sent me a message that said Tencent is trying to silence me. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um- exactly.
3: Exactly, I think uh, I think a lot yeah. of franchises that have been platform agnostic are going to stay that way because mm-hmm. it makes sense. There are, there, are like it's been more the ones that have besides the ones of like Sony just buying companies or Nintendo, Microsoft, and that that are staying on the one platform. Yeah. It's it's mostly just been uh, new franchises and they're like ah, we don't know, but like mm-hmm. Sony, Microsoft, or Nintendo will come to them and say, "Hey, put it only on our platform." we'll right. give you a platform for it you're you're not sure of how it's going to do on the other mark consoles well that uh, i think that's a lot le- that's a less and less a thing anymore but right. it's still it still does happen like remember octopath traveler yeah. came just originally to the switch then right. came to pc then to the xbox but not right. playstation it's right. still one of the oddest things to me because like playstation is a japanese company yeah. People do love JRPGs and yeah. all that, and turn-based yeah. RPGs on PlayStation. How the original Final Fantasy VII release on PlayStation sold gangbusters. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, whether or not these type of games stay platform agnostic or not, we we shall see. But uh, yeah, it was kind of interesting to. To, to talk about his comments and uh you know uh you know see uh yeah. what comes of this uh activision blizzard deal I, I i still think that call of duty will always remain multi-platform uh so oh. uh, you know and I, I, it's obviously i mean it's you know doing gangbusters and uh it's it's a bigger franchise than battlefield but uh
3: we shall see so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think Call of Duty is like I've said so many times. I'm like a broken record on this. Mm-hmm. Makes too much freaking money on PlayStation, yeah. and you know you will lose. You, you will get some people that would if you only made it Microsoft on the Microsoft platforms, PC mm-hmm. and in the Game Pass ecosystem, or buying it only on Xbox or PC. Yeah. You would still get people that would move over there, but you would lose a lot of people. And, they, right. I, and I I don't, you don't pay that kind of money to be like, well, we're going to take uh, what, let, let's say 40% of the players on call of duty are PlayStation. You're going to lose that whole market share. Right. They're not, they, they're not going to be that stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, all right. So that's been our topic of the show. So, uh, let's go ahead and move on Burley. Hopefully Carl will join us again shortly. So, uh, Let's get to our new game releases, our picks of the week for the week of, of course, September 26th through October 2nd. We're almost into October, Burley. Got a big month coming up in October, man. Yeah, October is going to be huge. Uh, But uh, yeah, we got just one more week here in September. So let's go ahead and get to your game of the week. So Carl's coming back in now. Welcome back, Carl. You are back. So we are now doing Uh, the Picks of the Week. No, that's okay. Don't worry about it, man. Hey, man, I've been there. (laughs) Yeah, so Picks of the Week. So, uh, Burley, you're first. What do you got for us?
3: My Pick of the Week is Brewmaster. Learn to brew, refine, and celebrate your craft and become a brewmaster. Discover and learn the master of the art of homebrewing and the ultimate celebration of craft beer. For perfect, authentic, chemistry-driven brewing techniques to naming, bottling, and labeling, refining your craft, to become the ultimate brewmaster in the first ever realistic beer brewing experience. With all the tricks of the trade and the best equipment at your disposal, follow the recipe or experiment with a huge variety of real-world ingredients to hone your skills. Enter friendly competitions, earn beer tokens, and upgrade your equipment to become an even better brewer. Choose to experience the story-led brewmaster mode or throw yourself into creative mode, a sandbox with everything unlocked. So that's coming Thursday, September 29th to PC, PS4, PS5, Switch, Xbox One, and Xbox Series. Nice. Nice. Cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All these different brews, man.
3: It looks looks pretty good. And and funny enough, actually, today I'm going after later in the day, me and Mm -hmm. my dad are actually going to a whiskey distillery and doing (laughs) like a tour tour and everything. So that was part of the reason I picked this. I was like, oh, let's just, Let's have some fun with my pick of the week, nice.
1: those are fun man. i like I used to do much of those tours whenever I visited a place that had one yeah, First being
0: be, being from California out in the San Francisco Bay Area, of course, driving out to the wine country and uh going to all the you know the wineries and stuff was real cool
1: too. So. I wanted to go to the Labat brewery. I never made that happen. yeah I don't know that they have like a traditional tour. I have to check into it again oh, that was weird last time. I tried to do it. But, uh, you know, like I went to the cores uh, one in, in uh, Colorado. That was cool. Cool. All
0: right, Carl, you're up next. What do you got for us?
1: All right. Grounded getting its full release on uh, in two days. Uh, actually, no. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. 27th uh-huh. on PC, Xbox One Series X. In Grounded, you wake up in a suburban backyard shrunk to the size of an ant. You hear the voice of a mysterious robot named Virgo. He seems to know what's going on and lets you know that the machine to turn you back to normal size is currently out of order. For now, everything in the backyard is trying to kill you and it's up to you and up to three friends. If you're playing cooperative multiplayer to survive the perilous landscape backyard is rife with different kinds of ants, flying insects, and spiders. You must gather craft and build bases from scavenged items found in the backyard, searching for life-saving resources, such as the, the dew off grass to quench your thirst or transforming an acorn shell into body armor to defend against a host of unpredictable creatures to summarize you want to go big or never go home
0: nice,
1: nice. yeah i'm curious uh, interested to see you know people they do review this game again uh because there were reviews that came out uh, when it first hit early access
0: mm-hmm.
1: um but yeah the game was was not at all close to feature complete. So it's going to be interesting. because yeah. They've been updating it for a long time, and now we're getting the actual full story mode. Full release. Online. Yeah. Yeah. And I played it early on. And I tried to, you know, there's a little bit of tidbits of that in beginning story, which seemed interesting. So I'm curious to see what people think of it. I, can,
3: I, the, I From what I saw from this to, or the early access to the, what it's looking like here and now, it's like, oh, I can't wait to try this and I can. I can only think of the loots, the stream loots craziness my chat would kill me with.
1: Mm-hmm. Look at that yeah. mantis. That's, That's awesome. awesome.
0: Yeah. 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 My favorite bug, praying mantis. Yep. Grounded. Nice. Join 10 million players in the backyard. <laughs> All right, I'm up next. So I got a good one for you guys. The fridge is red. <laughs> Spiral down the psychological horror episodes. Experience the unsettling liminal spaces and surreal events inspired by analog horror of the PSX era. What is inside the Red Fridge? So it comes out on September 27th for PC. So, yeah. I picked this because, yeah, it's we're almost in October. And, of course, October is, you know, horror game month and all. So we're getting close enough. So what the hell? You know, it's a little indie game here. So good stuff yeah
1: I do really like that that old sort of PS1 era style visuals but then also they're obviously doing more than was capable back then as well
0: yeah yeah good stuff yeah
1: Yeah. it's a very it's a retro style that you don't see a lot and we are starting to see more of them but there hasn't I feel like there hasn't been like a breakout title that was like PS1 era visuals right right? we get a lot of like 16 bit or even eight bit sort of like retro style games that are really successful today yeah yeah yeah
0: all right so those are our picks of the week so for september 26th through october 2nd so carl i was telling burley earlier man we're almost in october man october is going to be a big 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 month
1: yeah so for
0: games so we're looking forward to that so uh yeah that's good stuff
1: have the time, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, definitely, man. Yeah. All right. So next up, uh, Carl, uh, we had some, uh, of course, Game Pass announcements. Of course, the game second pass wave. Pass. Of course, uh, some that are out already, but some are coming right at the tail end of the month. So what do we got coming to Game uh, to game Pass? man?
1: You know, I, I'm not on this list, which is sad to me. It Never got to be on the the. I love seeing the the list this every year, this uh, every other week. This right? cool little graphic with all the games on it. But Nino Cooney, uh, the remastered one that that dropped, just kind of fell in between where you know they, uh, they had right. the the TGS announcement and this. Right, so right. yeah, that is uh, available now, as well as uh, let's go with. Well, Deathloop is available
2: mm-hmm.
1: on cloud PC, Xbox Series yeah. X, S only, not Xbox One. <laughs> and Hard Space Shipbreaker, uh, which is now on Xbox Series X. This game was already on PC Game Pass, but it, yeah. it is the day one uh, console release mm-hmm. on Game Pass. Yeah. Then uh, we had September 22nd. These games are out now. Spider SpiderHack console PC. Mm-hmm. that's a day one game pass game beacon pines uh, on everything day one game pass game mm-hmm. slime rancher two another day one game pass game out now yep. then coming up we have moon scars uh on september 27th also a day one game uh, grounded the full release on september 27th yep. let's build a zoo on september 29th <laughs> nice and uh valheim which is in game preview still on pc Mm -hmm. uh, september 29th and that one's supposed to come to console next year i remember they announced so that'll be cool
0: Mm.
1: i'm interested in that but i could i might try that on pc then uh paw patrol grand prix september 30th cloud console pc and this is a day one game on game pass so nice i think that you know everybody just will discount something like that but it is interesting that they are getting a kids game like that day one now
0: yeah on game pass yeah so yeah uh as i mentioned earlier in the show i am now playing deathloop uh so yeah um, and i will be i'm playing it on ps5 but i will be playing it on xbox as well to try it
3: on the uh, series x so i got i got to tr- yeah. i will try it on my series S cuz i did spend quite a bit of time on the ps5 yeah. and see how it runs there yeah yeah and uh, the games that are
0: leaving uh, Game Pass uh, September thirtieth. Uh, what games are leaving, Carl?
1: Uh, you have AI, The Somnium Files, Castria right.
0: Ascending, Files. Okay.
1: Dandy Ace, Dirt Four, Dirt Rally, Going Under, Lemnisgate, Slime Rancher, first one, Subnautica Below Zero, The Procession yeah. to Calvary. Yeah, Procession, Calvary. Calvary. Yeah. procession. and. Yeah, uh, visage.
0: visage, visage, yes. Yeah, visage all- is really big uh, on stream. I think for uh, Twitch streamers, isn't it, Burley? I think. Uh, visage oh yeah, Vis- is, yeah, big. Oh,
3: yeah. it's that. Yeah. That was it for a while there. Yeah. That was quite the popular game on Twitch. I don't know what right. the number that because I've not I've been on Twitch as much lately. Yeah, probably not. The numbers as big, are. But, yeah, it, last it year was, it was really
0: big. Yeah.
3: So well, last last year, I think it was it overtook phasmophobia for a while.
0: Yeah, so Astria Ascending, yeah, I'm kind of surprised that that's leaving, um, but uh, but it's been out for over a year now, I think. So, uh, yeah, so, but uh, Subnautica Below Zero, I want I want to try that because I, I played some Subnautica; it was very good. So,
1: yeah, yeah, a lot so, of games, you know, they get a year on there. Yep.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, games uh, from last month, we got our NPD report for the the games of August. So I'm going to put that up for you now. And I'm going to show this to you. So, uh, of course, the NPD Madden. Yes. (laughs) So top 10 selling video games, retail and digital Mm -hmm. for August of 2022. So number one, of course, Madden NFL 23 Saints Row. So 2022 Saints Row, uh, is number two, number three, Marvel Spider-Man, number four, Elden Ring. So Elden Ring dropping off a little bit now. Number five, Multiverses. Number six, Mario Kart 8. Number seven, Minecraft 8. Lego Star Wars, The Skywalker Saga. Uh, number nine, MLB The Show 2022. And rounding off the top ten, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. So, uh. Anything stand out to you on this top 10 list?
1: Well, Spider Man jumping up is that's that's great. You know, that's because of the PC release there.
0: Right, right. Uh-huh. Yeah. From eighty-four to three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh.
1: Multiverses staying in, in the top there, it, it's not, also pretty interesting. Free to play game still manages to be on yeah. this list.
3: Yeah. Yeah stuff.
1: Yeah. And, and Mario, Kart still, still, yeah, Mario, Kart. Mario Kart still still Yeah, Kart. Mario
3: Kart still pulling it and with the announcement that in this holiday we're getting the uh the next DLC, a uh, bunch of tracks. So, yeah. that's not that's not surprising. <laughs> but yeah, it's good no. to see it still being popular and Nintendo 8 making a Mario Kart 9 anytime soon.
0: <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> yeah, and be
1: the show that's interesting, I don't know, is uh baseball might be getting to season soon maybe i don't know if that's what's yeah. going on
0: okay. yeah good old Aaron judge yeah he's right up there about to to tie uh, roger Maris's uh, american league record for home runs he's at 60 right now you know yes, he had 61 yeah mm-hmm. so uh yeah well my boy my boy barry bonds obviously he's on the top but uh, he's got the asterisk beside him obviously but uh, yeah that's another story
1: sadly there's no there's no buffalo baseball team uh you know the fans here would be would be awesome they'd be wild the fans here are are fantastic
3: oh hey well well, well, you're not you're you're not that far from toronto now you can go for become a blue jay fan
1: blue jays yeah yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Well, you got the bills, man. They're playing incredibly well right now. So it's only two oh, games yeah. in, but I mean, they're, they're amazing right now. They, they could be the AFC representative in the super bowl this coming year. We shall see.
1: Good chance. Yeah. We Buffalo shall see. Fans. Play, play, play the Niners, wow.
0: play, play my team. The Niners. Yeah. Good old yeah. Jimmy G is back. I mean, it's like, yeah, they, uh, you know, they, they went with Trey Lance and uh, um, they kept Jimmy G on a one year contract, you know, and he decided to stay and, uh, yeah, unfortunately trey Lance's injury put Jimmy G back in the starting lineup so
1: we shall see looks like, like you're keeping up I'm not even keeping up with it I, I of course I can't even keep up with you know my TV shows and games I can't obviously dude, dude gonna, I am
0: Carl i'm a, I'm a big sports fan when it comes to yeah. the, you know my hometown team so yeah mm-hmm. I keep up <laughs> on them a lot so but anyway it's good all right so uh it's time to talk about what we're going to be playing this next week of course i'm going to try to progress more into death uh and uh play more of nino kuni and uh and uh probably i might might try to play overwatch 2 actually because it's coming out next week um so but before it's it's not coming out before our next episode so uh i'll be sticking on the nintendo side of things with splatoon 3 so Burley, what are you going to be playing this upcoming week
3: uh, for me, this upcoming week, uh, Triangle Strategy, on have my off time, hoping to just keep putting time into that uh, for stream. Tomorrow, tomorrow, doing some Mario Kart with uh, with my chat. So that'll be mm-hmm. a lot of fun. And then I'm actually on Monday starting up uh, Metal Hel- Hellsingers. Thanks nice. to Dare Drop, I was able to get a key. So we'll try that on uh, at least Monday and see how many days we do that.
0: Nice. Nice.
3: Carl, how about you?
1: Uh, a lot of choices, I suppose. I'm not gonna go back to Soul Hackers 2, I think, at this point. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> done. You're done with think, it, huh? I think okay. I, I really think, yeah, like I, I don't feel like going back, which is I'm sad because I bought that game. You know, I hate when that happens, but you know. Mm-hmm. Um Expeditions Rome. I, I I always feel like going back to it, but there's so many other choices to you know, like I installed Deathloop, I installed Nino Cooney.
0: Try Nino Cooney, it's good. It's it's yeah. really good.
1: So. Um I, I do want to try the Valkyrie Elysium
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, demo, yeah, because I got that installed. Slime Rancher Two, uh, you know, I, I did play the first one a bit. I enjoyed that. Okay. So maybe I could try that. Yes. Just grounded. There's, there's mm-hmm. so many things to try, man. I, I don't, I'm not going to have, you know, yeah. of course, you're, the you're, time for. Yeah,
3: you're going to go back to
1: State of the Game Two. We know it. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. been a while, man. I have not. I gone to, back to it. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of <laughs> figure gonna, it's going to be gonna in, until
0: like the middle of October before you can, you're going to be settled in where you can start to really focus on, you know, gaming and stuff. So but, uh,
1: I feel like I, I need to just bounce around to different things and and until um, yeah. I don't know, like playtale Requiem hits, so yeah. I can just coming soon. Focus on that, you know, and then and then there's you know Persona Five. So. These
0: next eight weeks. Are just going to be a massive wave of games, and then 2023. I mean, is just a boatload of stuff coming out. We're going to be so busy, guys, uh, with stuff you, you, and, and with news and you know
3: stuff like that. So. You think Burlington. you guys are busy busy on this? I'm going to be in November because there's potentially three big releases within days of each other that I have to con- make yeah. stream content. So November, you're going to yeah. see me with the streets on, looking like okay. I've got a massive yeah.
0: Well, not only that, Burley, mm-hmm. but you're going to have our content here on the Arena Production. Yeah, I know the extra takes and, extra and all that. Like... And we're going to be we're going to be really busy doing that. So,
3: oh, I know. And what's the and date?
0: Exciting
3: and overkill at the same time. What's that, Carl?
1: Pokemon. What's the date on that, Burley?
3: Uh, November. Is it? It's like November seventeenth or something like that. That Friday. It's the the week after God of War.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah.
3: And it's the
1: my, day my before God of <laughs> War, you
3: got Sonic fr- Frontiers that I might end up
1: having to do. It's like, yeah. nice. My birthday is November 16th. So maybe I'll nice. maybe get Pokemon for my birthday and then not have time <laughs> to play. <laughs>
0: get a PS5 for your birthday, man. Then you can play PS5. God of War Ragnarok on PS5. Yeah,
1: there you go. You um, know, I kind of want a, an, a, or a Temp OLED Temp Switch. On... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I kind of want an OLED Switch because I, I don't have, I have a Switch Lite, you know, so I can't play it on a TV or anything. PS five, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I can still hold out. I might, you know, if I had the time, like I, I I'm actually considering playing You God of War on PS4 and I can at least see how well it runs, you know. You I'm know, sure guys, I'm
0: I'm am i I'm seriously considering packing up my PS4 now. I hate to say it, but I, I on my desk here I've Why got the PS you,
2: yeah.
0: I've got the PS five, but it's a digital edition. And I've got my Series X, which is, of course, has a disk drive. And then I've got the PS4. But it's like I never use my PS4 now, pretty much. I mean, I'm playing everything on PS5. I mean, I've transferred pretty much everything digitally over to the PS5. So it's like to, to free up some space on the desk with the Switch as well, you know, on the desk here with the PC. I'm thinking maybe it's about time to, to box it back
1: up. I'm yeah, there. man, get rid of that. It's trash. Not kidding. <laughs> I, I have my uh, my Xbox One S and my Xbox One X. Those those I still have that. but it, like in the move I boxed them up. I had the original boxes and everything. Yeah. And I'm I don't I'm not going to take them out at this point. I'm just going to actually yeah. want to sell them. I might sell them and then yeah. get like a Switch OLED or something.
0: Yeah, cuz I mean I I don't like, you know, since I have the PS5 digital edition, I don't even buy disc, you know, discs for it. You know, my PS4 Pro, of course, I have lots of PS4 discs for that. I might, you know, if I think about selling it, I don't know. But uh, I'll probably just keep it, you know, as a collector's item. So Yeah,
1: yeah. that's the thing. Like, there's, yeah. there's no reason to have a PS4 except if you have a digital PS5 and you want to play yeah. your, your physical games. Otherwise, yeah, like I, I say it's trash, but what I really mean is like like the it's Xbox One. And the PS4 are, are pretty much garbage now because the PS5 and Series X and S play all those. Well, let's not say the S because again. Let's
0: uh, let's not say garbage, Carl. Let's say yeah. insignificant.
1: <laughs> insignificant. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. 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 Um, because yeah, you can play every game from those previous systems on the new ones and right. probably run better. So Like why even modern.
0: Right. And and I have the 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 I have the ps plus premium anyway and a lot of those games i can just download that i had on the disc for the ps4 versions i can get them so yeah. uh, there
3: so. me i just have my ps4 in my entertainment stand i i i think the last time i used it when i had a problem with my tv and they were replacing uh, i had samsung come into my apartment and replace the one thing for my tv yeah. and they need something quick to test and i because I had to tear my living room apart, I still have my PS4 in the entertainment stand, so I turn right. it on. and I'm like, okay, it reads the PS4,
0: <laughs> right?
3: Yeah, so anyway, you know. let
0: us let us know in the comments what you thought of of the stories, uh, you know, that we talked about on this episode. Uh, for example, uh, you know, the the GTA Six leaks, uh, Sean Layden <clears throat> moving to Tencent, uh, uh, all of the stories we talked about. Let us know, and uh, uh, of course the, the NPD. Uh, report for August. Uh, What did you think of that? Let us know everything in the comments. So we really appreciate all of your support and uh, the comments that you give to us. We really appreciate that. So thank you so much.
1: I got a good question for the comments related to what we were just talking about. If anybody wants Uh to respond, if they're still listening at this point. Um, Or viewing. Yeah. Do you think it's worth uh, keeping old consoles anymore? Uh, Considering going back to like the 360 era, right? Where those games are, they're all, the backwards compatibility layer adds an effect of like, why do I need to keep these old systems anymore? You
0: know? Right.
1: So yeah. Right. Uh, how much, if you're, if you're someone like a younger gamer and you start generations, like, do you care about keeping old consoles? Like I care about keeping my NES and my SNES, you know? Right.
0: Right. Yeah, all right, and of course, if you like this uh, video and you liked what we talked about during the episode, please be sure to hit that like and the subscribe and the notification bell for when we drop a new episode of the Arena Multiplatform Gaming News Podcast, along with all of our other content here on the Arena Productions YouTube channel. So we really appreciate all of your support. Thank you so much. So, all right, so it's time to talk uh, our indie recording artist spotlight for this week. So this week's spotlight is on Ben Fox. Ben Fox is an Irish music producer, composer, and creator. With a strong passion for helping creators with their video projects, Ben has seen his music used by content creators around the world. His music is modern, diverse, and designed to enhance visual media with epic background music. From his album titled Come Through, and the song is called Nostalgia. So this has been The Arena, a multi-platform gaming news podcast, episode 105. I've been your host, Expat, along with my co-hosts, Burley of Burleyman Gaming and Turnbase Carl. We hope to catch you in the next one. So take care, everyone. Peace out.